0: Thanks, Radio's update with Andy Wint.
1: Fast Mike, good evening. It's half past five. This is the update for Monday, 30th of January, 2023, from Max Radio. 30 minutes to look at the latest news on the island. The background to the news and sport business, Sea Watch, travel updates, the newsmakers in person tonight. Max Care spent £600,000 a week last year on bank and agency workers after Flybe goes out of business again. Now what? Uh, the £2 maximum bus fare stays to the end of March. Ravens in a rut after four straight defeats and former MHK Jeffrey Boots speaks out over that lost seat payout. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai, Lewis Foster.
2: Fastamai. Bus fares will remain capped at a maximum of £2 until the end of March. The three-month trial was introduced to the island in November as part of measures to support residents and businesses through the winter. The scheme was due to end tomorrow but has now been extended while a review of pricing is concluded. After spending more than £30 million on bank and agency staff last year, ManxCare says it's committed to recruiting and training new healthcare workers. The healthcare board says it currently has a vacancy rate of one in five. And a former MHK says he's appalled by government's handling of an age discrimination case. Geoffrey Boot and Martin Perkins won their tribunal against Treasury after their age excluded them from a resettlement payment given to MHKs who lose their seats at an election. In the international news, firefighters across the UK have voted to strike, but their union's offering a 10-day window for pay negotiations. 88% voted to reject the current 5% offer, Labour's blaming the UK government's reckless behaviour with the economy for the crisis. Meanwhile the UK Education Secretary says it's hugely disappointing the NEU is going ahead with Wednesday's teacher strikes in England and Wales. Gillian Keegan's meeting with unions earlier failed to resolve their pay disputes. And housing developers will be blocked from new constructions unless they agree to replace cladding on unsafe high-rise blocks. The new safety standards in England follow the fatal Grenfell Tower fire in 2017. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more at 6 o'clock. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email
0: or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather, with Manx Glass and Glazing.
1: Thank you, Lewis, from the Ronalds Way Met Office. There is a strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of sea is uh, moderate, then slight. Weather tonight, dry with a moderate southwesterly. After dark and a patchy rain uh, coming in later. Lowest overnight, 6 Celsius. Uh, for tomorrow, Tuesday, Jamert. Dry and bright with a fresh westerly becoming strong later tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, Ben McCree sailing is in doubt, uh, we're up to 10 Celsius daylight hours, dry evening and overnight into Wednesday down to 6 degrees and for Ukraine, dry and cloudy with a fresh to strong westerly, top temperature 11 Tide's on the way back in. High water's 23 minutes past six. Low water, nine minutes after 1 a.m. High tide tomorrow morning's half past seven. The sun rises at eight minutes past
0: eight. Manx glass and glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573.
1: Yes, you heard right. £600,000 a week, £30 million. Manx Care says it's committed to recruitment and training new staff after spending more than £30 million on bank and agency workers last uh, year. Chief Executive Theresa Cope says a vacancy rate of 20% means the figure wasn't unexpected. We
3: are absolutely focused on recruiting to all of our vacancies, but... We have talked lots of times about just how challenging that is, just the workforce gaps that exist both here, but also in the UK. But we are absolutely committed to addressing that gap, um, which is looking at recruiting substantive consultants to reduce our reliance on agency workforce, extending the number of um, domestic production of, of workforce, so additional nursing places, etc., and trying to make the island um, as attractive as possible by developing um, more specialist roles, looking at rotational roles um, as, as an integrated health and care org- org- organisation. So, you know, I think in context, we would expect to spend that sort of money, making sure we are delivering a full range of services as possible. Obviously, if you pay staff more money, you might well be able to retain staff. You might be able to attract more staff for that slightly higher salary. But that doesn't mean to say you get any more workforce hours as a result of that. So if you equated that, you know, 30 million you know there is an absolute limit to how much extra our staff can work. I think we've always got to balance um, a fair a fair salary, a fair pay offer, and it's it's balancing that substantive recruitment against the need for covering. Um, our, our vacancy factor.
1: Uh, the MHK Chris Thomas, the infrastructure minister, says work's got to be done to rebuild public confidence in air travel to and from the Isle of Man. This after the announcement that Flybe's uh, gone into administration and sailed over the horizon again.
4: Confidence in airlines, even at our airport, hasn't been the best. We're slowly rebuilding that. It's going to take a number of years. You know, Monarch went under, Flybe's gone under twice, and I still think we've got Work to do to rebuild public confidence in airlines, and we're doing everything we can to do that step by step.
3: As the DOI, you facilitate the airport, but does the DOI really have a say in what airlines come in and come out of the island?
4: It can do, if you close the skies, but we've always had an open skies regime, so you know, we're more dependent on what airlines intend to do. But we've been uh, working on that with the Department for Enterprise over the winter, and an announcement can be expected in next month about how we'll approach routes to different places around the British Isles. We
3: mentioned before that that winter schedule was supposed to launch last year, and it was pulled with very short notice. I think it was two days before it was due to start. And um, Flybe pulled it. At that stage, was the DOI, did it have any concerns about the viability at that point of Flybe going into 2023?
4: Yeah, we knew it was a startup airline. We knew its uh, structure, and we also knew that we hadn't haggled in any way with the island. It, that we have a, a schedule of prices, and they were paying the the, the rat rake, as they call it in the hotel industry, as far as I remember. As I say, people haven't been using airlines as much as they used to. and I hope that we can put in place the right regime so we get the right airline services from our island.
5: This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source, and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast.
1: Faster Mike, good evening, thanks for choosing Max Radio. 22 minutes now before 6 this Monday evening, FC Aleman condemned to their fourth straight loss at the weekend, beaten 4-1 by Squiresgate in a vital game in the NWCFL Premier Division at the Bowl. Saw each team searching for points to move away from the relegation zone. Uh, The story from the captain, Frank Jones.
6: Yeah, we've just had like a good 5-10 minute chat in there and a few heated discussions and a few things got everyone off each other's chest in there, so hopefully that'll set us forward to just kind of clear the air a little bit because I don't know like you, you look at like kind of the management down to the players down to like the, even the board everyone um we're just we're just in a rut at the minute and we like seem to just can't get out of it but when we talk to everyone everyone is looking for the same thing but it's just it's just not happening for us it's the players like we've got to look at ourselves and it's we're, we, we just haven't been good enough over the last well over the season probably and we've just had a, a few talks in there and Jonesy just said to us like Anything that you've got to say now, get it off your chest, clear the air, everyone just think, and then hopefully Tuesday we kind of go again. Do you know what, I don't think, like what we've been working towards, I think we'll just keep kind of working towards it and like it's hard to say because like we kind of say every week it's like just little moments and like we make a mistake and we get punished and we make another mistake and we get punished and in big parts of the game where we're in it and we do well. But it's results at the end of the day. We need to start getting results. And you know yourself, when things are going for you, things are going for you and the ball dropping right place and you score. And, and at the minute, it's just going against us. And we just need to turn that fast. It's mistakes. It's just like naivety sometimes. And it's 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 just like all these little mistakes. And I don't know, how you fix it and if we did know that we'd fix it tomorrow wouldn't we so we've just got to go again on Tuesday and train and we were just saying that all the players are so committed like we're down twice a week training we're, obviously we'll be away next Saturday we'll be away on the Wednesday and then we'll be back home again and we've just got to kind of just trust the process and keep going it's the players and the players now need to kind of like look in the mirror Everyone, including myself, and be like, we need to get us out of this rut. No one else, it's us.
1: It was due to end tomorrow, but now a three-month trial of capping bus fares at £2 will continue to the end of March. The Max government introduced the measure in November to help with the rising cost of living. Max Radio's Lewis Foster spoke to the Treasury Minister, Dr Alex Allenson. Yes, I mean, this This was the Department for Infrastructure,
7: um, and, and initially it was for a three-month trial to, to cap bus fares at £2. What I suppose I'm interested in, in seeing is, is whether that's attracted more people people to use the buses um, or whether that's just managed to reduce the cost of those people already using the buses and again you're, t- you're talking about people with um, low income certainly my constituency in, in Ramsey people getting the bus into work and, and back each day that can be extremely expensive particularly if they're on low low wages so this is another way of trying to help people get a bit more cash in their pocket so they can support the local economy.
2: Are we looking at uh, potentially more of these types of schemes in the year ahead so is it very much focusing on where inflation's going right now? You said it's it's looking positive and, and slowly going back down.
7: Yes, a lot of these measures were brought in together with um, things like the energy efficiency schemes to give people loft insulation, LED light bulbs, ways of reducing their energy use, but also the significant amount of money that's been put into targeted support for, for people, over, over £17 million over, over the last financial year. Now, what we, what we need to do going forward is seeing whether that's been enough to allow people to adapt to higher energy prices, higher food costs going into the new year, and certainly Department for Enterprise and Treasury will be looking very closely at all the economic data we, we can get to make sure that our economy recovers from the last three years of various challenges, but also can grow further in terms of the island plan and what we want to do with with growing our local economy and growing our economy in general.
0: Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company.
1: Uh, the motorship M. McCree departed Heishman seven minutes past two uh, shall be on the link span into the harbour in Douglas in the next ten, five, ten minutes or so checking the webcam, can't see anything at the moment. Uh, leaving this evening at 7.45, arriving in Hesham at half past 11. The overnight departure from Heesham 2.15 back to Douglas tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. And the morning departures 8.45, arriving in Hesham at midday 30. Uh, tomorrow evening 7.45, Douglas to Heesham is in doubt because of the weather. To give the sailing every opportunity, the decision will be made tomorrow evening at uh, half past five. Follow the steam
0: packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information.
1: Recently, proposals to allow new parents to share leave following the birth of their child were unveiled. A Timwell Committee will present its findings next month with new employment laws expected later in the year, but what would the impact be on employers? The story from Simon Richardson. A recent public consultation saw considerable support for shared
0: parental leave, with 94% of those surveyed in favour. It would represent a significant change for parents, but also for employers. Finlay McLeod is managing director of Isle of Man Creamery and oversees a workforce of 90. He's in no doubt that change is overdue.
8: As a good employer, I think we would want to to welcome any family friendly policy. Like everything, the communication is going to be very important so that employees and employers will understand any changes to the legislation. And then uh, communication between the employer and the employee is also going to be critical because an employee uh, needs to be able to say to their their employer, "This is my plan," and then that allows the employer to plan around their their absence. In principle, I think it's a it's a, it's a great idea and is only fair and reasonable because I think for far too long. Um, It has traditionally been the the new mother who's had to put her career on hold, possibly lose out on employment opportunities, and uh, generally uh, be disadvantaged. Uh, But the new approach, if the maternity leave can be shared between the two uh, parents, then that can only be a good thing and it's up to forward-looking employers like ourselves to assist with that.
1: An organisation that comes into contact
0: with young families all the time is the Children's Centre. Chief Executive Officer is Geoff Whitten.
2: Speaking on behalf of the Children's Centre we absolutely kind of are behind the proposal to have shared parental leave on Ireland and there's a few really good reasons why and one of them is giving dads or the other parent a chance to really bond with the child when they're very very young. It is difficult, it's difficult to balance work life and Parenthood at the same time But if everybody's involved in it It spreads the responsibility Which has to be a good thing For all of us Manx
1: Radio Business Briefing It's a quarter to six On Manx Radio This is Update I'm Andy Wint Unilever's appointed A former Heinz executive To lead the company As it races to fend off Criticism over its social values And the threat Of an activist investor Alan Jope Will be replaced As chief exec Of the consumer goods giant In July By Heinz Schumacher Who's currently Non-exec board member And chief exec At the Dutch dairy business Royal Free campaign Campina. Mr. Schumacher said he wanted to deliver a step up in business performance at Unilever. His appointment fuels speculation about a potential split of food and non-food businesses and for a full daily market report, go to ramsaycrukel.com. British consumers cut back on video streaming services in droves last year, perhaps linking to the cost of living rise. Industry analyst Kantar said the number of paid-for video streaming subscriptions in the UK fell by 2 million from 30.5 million to 28.5. Demand picked up again at Christmas, but people quickly looked to cut the cord again after Christmas. Inflation, at the rate at which prices rise, is at its highest level for about 40 years, hitting personal finances. That said, Brit's love of streaming remains as strong as ever, but for the first time, the effect of high inflation means consumers are forced to make the choices to balance finances. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookle. UK and European markets close lower as investors focused on the next U.S. Fed meeting on Tuesday. U.S. stocks moves lower. Oil extended losses and gold edge lower too. Uh, the numbers are now from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London. The FTSE 100 up a quarter of a percent at 7,784. The DAX in Frankfurt down just over a tenth of a percent at 15,126. Currently New York City uh, a short time ago. The Dow Jones was down a third of a percent at 33. 3,861. The Nasdaq tech stocks index at down one and a third percent at 11,462. In Chicago, the S&P 500 down eight-tenths of a percent at 4,037. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 23.6 cents, one euro, 13.8 cents, and 21 South African rand 48.9 cents. In commodities, gold's down two-tenths of a percent at $1,923 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down almost 9% at $85.33.
0: The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookles set up business back in 1946, but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable, and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The
1: Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wynn. Faster Mike, good to have you along. A former MHK says he's appalled by the government's handling of an age discrimination case. Geoffrey Boot and Martin Perkins, former MHKs, won their tribunal against the Treasury after being excluded from a resettlement payment given to MHK who lose their seats at the election. Because of their age. The story from Sean Cowper.
9: After initially being awarded almost £34,000 each, the two former politicians agreed to a reduced sum of £22,500 after Treasury lodged an appeal. Having now settled the case, Mr Boot has posted on social media to say he and Mr Perkins did not bring this action lightly, adding that government was given ample opportunity to settle without resorting to formal litigation. In his statement, he says the pair were told they had a strong case by the Manx Industrial Relations Service, but government refused to settle, taking the issue to a tribunal. The former Glenn Faber and Peel MHK said a review of the tribunal's findings was a further waste of public money, while the appeal cost even more money, adding that had Treasury settled when the case was first raised, it would have cost no public money other than the resettlement grant. Mr Boots says he's appalled the government was willing to put him and Mr Perkins through the process after admitting at the tribunal that the payment scheme was discriminatory. He adds that the case has left a bitter taste but that the duo can now put the issue behind them.
1: Manx Radio Sports. Fast Rhiann Evans. Fast am I. good evening.
9: The squad selected for the Isle of
10: Man's first international tournament of the year has been revealed. Fourteen players will compete in the six-match T20 bilateral series against Spain in February. The games are taking place from Friday the 24th until Sunday the 26th. Of those selected is Christian Webster. This will be his first time stepping up from the Isle of Man under-17 squad to the seniors. The full squad can be found on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. Entries are now open for the Manx Tri Club middle distance triathlon. The event, which is 70.3 kilometers in total, is being held on Sunday the 18th of June based out in Ramsey. There will be individual and team races. Both will start with a 1.9 kilometer swim, followed by a 90 kilometer bike route and finish with a 21.1 kilometer run around Ramsey town. Entrants must be over 18. Details on how to get involved can be found on this story at manxradio.com. And the third round of the Winter Series English Skeet League was held at Mary Veg Santon with 20 competitors taking part in dull, cold and windy conditions. The joint leaders after round one were John Moore and Dave Corlett who both shot straights. In equal third place on 24 were Rachel Bowen-Matthews and Peter Kelly followed by Jeff Corkill on 23. The leading B-class shooters were Stephen Rand and Brian Farragher on 22 with George Davies in third place on 20 and the leading C-class shooters were Roman Summer and junior Zach Bellhouse on 22, with Chris Workman in third place on 21. <laughs>
1: Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tires and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 5:25 Loganair from Manchester came in 10 minutes early at a quarter past. Uh, the next inbound is uh, the EasyJet from Gatwick at half past seven. Then it's the five to eight returning patient transfer Loganair from Liverpool, and finally the five past eight Loganair inbound from London City. Uh, departing this evening, just two. Logan Air's outbound patient transfer plane leaves in less than 10 minutes' time from Ronald's Way. And then it's the EasyJet back to Gatwick at 8 o'clock tonight. On the roads, Princes Road in Douglas, closed for patching work. You've got narrow lanes and temporary pedestrian crossing on Victoria Street. In Baldrine, temporary lights, 24 hours a day for cable laying. Uh, the Baldrine Road is that road between the main road up to Conrany Road. A section of the Dune Loop Road closed uh, for water main work. To the middle of February, temporary lights on the Solby Glen Road near the Clanex turn. They're doing some drainage work. The Coast Road in Jerby's closed between Jerby and the Lend for resurfacing. In Port Aaron you've got temporary lights on the Bradda Road for a retaining wall problem and on uh, Upper Promenade 24 hours a day for resurfacing. In Ballabeg temporary lights on the main road near Arbury Parish Hall for that new zebra crossing. Still Castle Street one way northbound till the middle of April in Castletown and temporary closures uh, on Peel Prom close between the Max Utilities Pumping Station and Weather Glass Corner, and also some temporary closures on the Regaby West Road for water main replacement till June this year.
0: Massimo Tyres. Budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle
1: safe and legal. Only available at
0: Kiso.
1: I can only apologise if you're eating at the moment. Efforts are underway to stamp out antisocial activity in the south of the Isle of Man, which is resulting in stinky streets. Arbury and Russian Commissioner Jane Glover says posters have been put up designed by children of the parish encouraging residents with dogs to,
11: well, to pick it up. So the most recent outbreak has been sort of December through to January. Now whether this is just people are reporting it more... But certainly in the estates and on the main thoroughfares in some of the villages, we're getting more and more reports about it. Social media awareness, posters, always helps, just reminding people um, to do the responsible thing. Because I think that's the, the shame, is you have a lot of dog owners that are responsible, so it's the minority. We're also reviewing our bins and bag dispensers to see have we got enough of them throughout our parishes. Um, so that will be discussed at the February meeting. But really, awareness is the most important thing, I think, in reminding them. And that's why um, we had a warm hub on Tuesday and the chair, Kerry Jenkins, said, why don't we get the children to design some posters? So we've got designed, you know, posters the children have designed that we're going to laminate and put up on lampposts. And hopefully that will have an impact. For whatever reason, people seem to look at children's posters more than your own. I think it's because um, it's been done by a child. The style is different, it's not just a boring uh, notice. So, yeah, we're looking forward to see how they work. The seven years I've been a commissioner, you can go for months where you don't hear of any reports, but latterly there does seem to have been a peak, a spike, and we're not sure why. I know there are a lot more dog owners within the parishes, so either people are reporting it more or, or people have got out of the habit, got lazy or something. What you're aiming really to do is prevent it. So social media posts, awareness, that kind of thing doesn't really cost but if you are to review perhaps where you have your bins, where you're going to actually need dispensers for your dog poo bags, that does incur a cost.
1: The Isle Financial Services Authority has commissioned an independent survey to gather feedback from the firms that it regulates or oversees. That story from Beth Espy.
5: The authority says the survey findings will help it to better understand the needs of the island's finance industry with a view to shaping its strategic priorities and enhancing its relationship with state. Stakeholders. This week, Island Global Research, a market research and consultancy company, will send a covering letter and link to the online questionnaire to all regulated entities and designated businesses on the island. They carried out a similar exercise in 2018 to identify common themes being experienced within the financial services sector. The FSA says it's committed to delivering a responsive and effective regulatory service that is not only fit for purpose but also supports the island's positive international reputation. Chief Executive Officer Bettina Roth says, as an open and transparent regulator, we always pay close attention to what firms are telling us about the issues impacting their businesses. With that in mind, we've commissioned IGR to conduct an independent survey of our stakeholders. She goes on to say, this is an opportunity to provide confidential feedback about the effectiveness of the authority in the delivery of its functions. We want to hear from firms, she says, about their engagement with the authority, what's working well, and where they feel we can do better. Responses to the survey, she says, will play a crucial part in shaping our future plans and assist us to enhance our performance, which will ultimately benefit firms and consumers. Our focus, she concludes, is on supporting a vibrant, diverse and well-regulated financial services sector in line with the island's economic strategy. The closing date for responses to the survey is Friday the 3rd of March and individual responses will remain confidential with a final report being made public later this year.
1: And if you one of those firms that are regulated and overseen. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. Go to manxradio.com for all the information. Stick around on the way after 6 o'clock. Phil Gorn's here with Agenda and MLC Paul Crane on why he wants to get back. Then he got greatest hits with Chris Kinley. Stick around for Time for Brass with Ian Kotcher and Dave on The Lake Show. W-I-N-T